Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. This is AutoLine Daily for November 23, 2010, and now the news. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency finally decided how it's going to measure the fuel economy of electric cars, and it certified the Nissan LEAF at 99 miles per gallon. That's 2.3 liters per 100 kilometers. It also works out to 106 MPGs in the city and 92 on the highway. The EPA calculates fuel economy for EVs based on a formula where one gallon of gasoline is equivalent to 33.7 kilowatt hours of electricity. The feds also certified the LEAF's driving range at 73 miles. That falls a little bit short of Nissan's initial estimates of 100 miles. And like they always say, your mileage will vary. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes, so will the Pontiac G8. Sort of, and that's if the rumors are true. According to Wards, GM is planning on reintroducing the Holden Commodore in the U.S. market. The rear-wheel drive sedan would be imported from Australia again, but this time with a Chevy badge since, you know, Pontiac got Oldsmobiled. The Sydney Morning Herald reports the Commodore appears odds-on to make a return to North America, which should happen within the lifespan of the current model. The paper goes on saying that legalizing it for the U.S. would be relatively painless since the work was already done for the G8. And you know, with Chevy bringing the Caprice back for police duty, offering a retail version makes all the sense in the world. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is investigating how quickly rental car companies fix vehicles once a recall has been issued. According to the Detroit News, the agency is looking at three million vehicles from the Detroit Three that were sold to rental companies. There is no law currently that requires them to fix the vehicles before they return to service. However, most recalls are for minor issues and most companies repair vehicles once they get a notice, but that can take months in some cases. Since most people ignore recalls anyway, maybe this is the government's way of enforcing the issue. Although it still remains a controversial topic, opposition to the bailouts of General Motors and Chrysler is falling. According to a study conducted by Rasmussen Reports, opposition to the bailouts is under 50% for the first time since the government agreed to loan the automakers the money. Because the two companies are doing so much better and because GM finally went public last week, people are optimistic the money will be returned. The poll found that half of Americans say it's very likely or somewhat likely the loans will be repaid fully. However, the Treasury Department says the taxpayers are going to lose $17 billion on the $85 billion given to GM Chrysler and their financial units. But while American people feel better about the auto industry, Wards reports that suppliers are worried. They believe that automakers are going back to their old ways of doing business, meaning unrelenting pressure to cut prices if they want new contracts. Suppliers also complain that their workloads and speed of execution are leading to exhaustion amongst their workers. As we've pointed out numerous times on AutoLine Daily, hybrids don't sell very well in the American market or the global market. They only account for a little bit more than 2% of all new car sales. And half of those sales go to the Toyota Prius. 
That means every other hybrid on the market, and according to Wards, there's 24 of them, are complete failures, at least from a sales standpoint. And now Bloomberg reports that as hybrids have failed in the marketplace, the Obama administration is stepping in. In fact, it's bought almost 25% of all the hybrids produced by Ford and General Motors. And I would say this calls into question how well plug-in hybrids or electric cars are going to sell. After all, they're going to be even more expensive than today's hybrids. And you've got to wonder how long this segment can continue if it can only survive with massive government subsidies. And you know, with all those electric cars coming out, there's potentially a booming market for companies that make chargers needed to keep those EVs on the road. Up next, we'll take a look at one of those companies, one that I bet you never heard of before. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. Electric cars are not going to go very far unless people have easy access to chargers. That's why so many companies are getting into the business. Companies like GE, Aerovironment, Lear, and Coulomb. But besides the chargers, you need companies that can install them. That's why General Motors contracted a company called SPX to be able to install chargers in people's homes. Maybe you've never heard of SPX before. It's a company that generally sells specialty tools to car dealerships and independent job shops. So why would GM select SPX to install chargers for electric cars? Tanver Arfi is the president of Global Service Solutions for SPX. Um, SPX is in the business of uh, all kinds of workshop equipment, special service tools, diagnostics equipment that today we sell at almost 300,000 independent and franchised aftermarket repair stations across the country, including almost 20,000 dealerships across the country. And so we have the experience of getting this product installed at 300,000 of those locations across the country and then supporting it over the life of that program. GM contracted SPX to install what it's calling its Voltec charger, a hardwired unit that runs on 220 volts and would be installed in your garage. One of the clever aspects of the Voltec charger is that it has a light built into the head of the unit. So if you're fishing around in the dark in your garage trying to plug it in, the light makes it very convenient. But SPX has come up with its own design as well, which it believes offers a couple of advantages. Most garage chargers will be hardwired to the wall so they cannot be moved very easily. SPX came up with a design that gives owners more flexibility. A couple of interesting um, you know, uh, tidbits that this charger has uh, that we thought would be very interesting to the consumer. Uh, definitely one where this is a plug-in um, charger. So this is a standard 240 volt outlet. Uh, what we would do in your garage would be uh, a dedicated 240 volt outlet and then the charger is mounted to that outlet plugged in however the charger can be really uh, taken off because it's on a hinge you take it off and uh, and you could move to a different location or to a different garage if you have more than one spx will start selling its own charger in the u.s market early in the first quarter of 2011 and once it gets certified in europe it will start selling it there later in the year and that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.